hey everyone, I'm Duane Hill. And I'm Cheryl Stark. And we are the worship pastors here at Cross Point Church. We'd like to welcome you to the Advent 2023 podcast. Thanks for joining us. As we step into this season, a time of intentional waiting, reflecting on Jesus's birth and looking forward to his return, our hope is that we can pause together and learn what God wants to teach us through songwriting in this four-part podcast series. Yeah, that's right. We will take a look at the inner workings of Crosspoint Music's latest release called Here Now. It's a four-song EP that we want to be the soundtrack that guides you through the beauty and wonder of this Advent season. Each song represents and corresponds with the four weeks of Advent, hope, peace, joy, and love. Each episode features one song from the Here and Now EP and some of the voices that help bring those songs to life. On today's episode, we have our good friend and pastor Josh Freed joining us as we talk about the theme of peace in our new Crosspoint Music original song, which is our feature track called Prince of Peace. Well, hey, Josh Reed. Hey, hey. We're so pumped that you are a part of this episode where we are going to focus on the theme of peace. We're doing a four-part series uh, podcast on the four themes of Advent. And I got to be honest, Josh has been a huge part of a lot of the content that we've been able to dig into. Um, Your your technical role here at (laughs) Crosspoint is discipleship pastor. And I am so thankful that you're a part of this church. I, I, I hope you know it. I know Dewan feels the same way. And um, you came on to the team um, in 2021. Yeah, August. In August. Yeah, yeah brought your whole family. And I know everybody <laughs> listening, if you're listening to the podcast, you're familiar with Josh. Josh has been um, around the podcast up for quite a while. But how's the past two years been for you um, as you've— gone from kind of one seat to the next on staff at Crosspoint. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Um, You know, I was telling somebody the other day, God's really shrewd, you know, (laughs) like, because he puts these burdens and desires in your heart. He gives you sort of vision, makes calls clear. And then the journey happens. You're like, man, I wouldn't have done that. You know, I didn't think it would ever look like that. You got me. God's, I mean, his goodness is all, like, he's shrewd, you know, (laughs) but not in a bad way. You know, he, um, and, and you think about that in your own life. Like, man, I've been following Jesus for 20 years. I know for you guys, various amounts mm-hmm. of time. Like, if you knew when you said yes to Jesus what it would look like now, you'd yeah. been like, I w- I'm out. Yeah. I never thought I would work in a church. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, know. I thought God was calling me to yeah. the music industry, mm-hmm. big stages across the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never thought I would land in a yeah. church. But I'm so grateful. I yeah. feel like I am in, I feel like I'm in my vocation yeah. in this season. Just really I mean, grateful. that's crazy to for both of you all to say that, knowing your positions now and how powerful you all mm-hmm. are in your positions. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, Josh, Only God. Josh yeah. has been such, you've been such an inspiration to me personally yeah. as a pastor of the church. And I've seen you inspire our staff in Bible study and, and also care, personal yes, care. I see you, you lead worship almost mm-hmm. every week at a campus at our service and discipling people through song. And mm-hmm. it is shrewd. It's like, how, <laughs> how does God do that? How does yeah. he take us from from where we were to where we are right now? So yeah. thank you all for serving. You guys oh, are yeah. so, likewise. so great. Yeah. So it's it's been good. It's been a whirlwind, but it's been, it's been good. Two years can get by quick. Um, but looking back now, I was just reflecting. Looking back, I'm thankful for the journey. It's strange sometimes as it's felt. 
I'm thankful for it. Well, I'm grateful that we get to have a discussion today on peace being um, one of the themes (laughs) of Advent. I remember your first Christmas with us, Josh. We um, were doing, once we started uh, singing Christmas songs on Sunday, your idea was to partner those songs with a teaching of Mm -hmm. why why the song was written, the Mm -hmm. theology behind it. And our hope was that the teaching would happen, the singing would be sung, and there would be revelation for all of our our campuses and everyone singing those songs to sing them from a different mm, yeah. place. And um, I just think that's so important. It's yeah. definitely lit a fire in me to even learn what is the story behind these songs. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to dig into an original song called yeah. Prince of Peace, which right. Abby Vaughn is the lead vocalist on on the song. She's also one of the co-writers with Tanner Dalton, who's our Bellevue campus uh, worship pastor, mm-hmm. and Jared Morris, who is one of our uh, pastors at Crosspoint as well. And so we'll dig into that in a minute. But I want us to talk a little bit about Advent traditions. Okay. Yeah. I grew up in a Baptist church, um, and I don't remember Advent being a part of <laughs> anything that I learned. Um, I'm laughing because I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Yes. And we did not talk about that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I didn't either. Honestly, I was like, I mean, that's probably what they do in the Catholic Church. Yeah. But we over here just singing praise to God. All, <laughs> all day long. I don't know what y'all do with them candles. I don't know what calendar y'all talking about. All I know, he was born. Yes. 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 I got to tell somebody. Yes. I mean, it really was wasn't until, uh, um, I think we went through a devotion here at Crosspoint for me that I started realizing, oh, there's yeah. there's four Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lighting of the candle. So, yeah. Josh, what about you? Did you have any Advent traditions or did that start after you had kids or? Yeah, had a little bit. Uh, I didn't become a Christian until I was 24, but I kind of grew up in and around uh, church a little bit growing up. And there was a little bit around maybe lighting up some candles, things like that. Not, not a ton of teaching that I remember. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't remember it. Um, but probably about 08, when we moved to Wake Forest, North Carolina, I went to seminary and the church we were part of there did a very intentional Advent program where there was the wreaths and the candles and there was a display and it would culminate in that fifth lighting of the candle, the Christ candle. And that's where I began to be tipped off of it. It was part of the, you know, technical fancy term liturgy of yeah. the Sunday morning time together. And it was framed around those uh, four um, pillars of Advent. And so that's where I began to learn about it. Like, oh man. And the hope was that it would help reframe the birth of Christ around the the the, the peace, the joy, you know, those the kinds longing, of yeah, expectation, the longing, the expectation, the waiting. Yeah. That's exactly right. So it's funny, you know, we did one of those songs two years ago, the one O Come O Come Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. That became like my favorite Christmas song at that time because of what Advent had built in me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then personally at home, um didn't didn't do much growing up on these on these matters because I mean my parents didn't know nothing about, they didn't know nothing about that life, you know. <laughs> but once yeah. we started learning some of those things, we're like, okay, what do we do? And so I, there's a lady named Ann Voskamp who teaches, writes blogs. She's a brilliant teacher. She had like a Jesse tree and a book that we grabbed a hold of for a couple of years and walked the kids through some of that. And then we've adapted over time where we've tried to read, you know, different things. But um, just to say, hey, let's walk through these days yeah. of, and really what what is doing, those things doing is they're trying to trace the, the, the coming of Christ from the Old Testament to his arrival. That's yeah. really all the Jesse tree or Advent um, traditions reading plans do. Yeah. It's so helpful, man. I mean, my wife, Laura, 
brought Jesse Tree into our tradition Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And what it did for our family was, you know, the hustle and and bustle of the season is so uh, pervasive and so uh, demanding that you do not focus on Jesus and what what he's doing in our lives and what he's done and why he's here. And so sitting down and reading those stories every night felt like a recalibration Mm. and and like, oh, we should really be thinking about this more than that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I I miss that. I mean, my my parents were great and they led us through traditions of our family, but we didn't have the daily reminder Mm -hmm. that, hey, there's there's something bigger going on in in the life of the church and in liturgy. Yeah, I think it makes Christmas Day feel that much more powerful Mm -hmm. when you are reminded at the end of every day or you're going through a devotion with us at the church or an outside devotion that it it reminds you of this longing and this great expectation of a promise Mm -hmm. that that comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. And I think going through my first Advent devotion, I think it was a She Reads Truth devotion that we were actually giving away or selling here at the church uh, just a few years ago. And I feel like that Christmas just meant more to me. And I was able to really settle into the the deeper parts of the season because of the focus of peace, joy, hope, and love. That's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of the ties that we're doing this year as a church, I think is so special and that we feel very privileged to be able to do is to tie those Advent devotionals to music. Yes. And, you know, we believe and we know that music is a is a powerful teaching tool and it's just fun. Yeah, yeah we love um, it. But I think, you know, there are kind of two roads you can go and we've done both on this EP, which has been very, really interesting. We've, on, on half the EP, it's songs that have been around for a long time, written by people hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that we maybe revamped for our purpose. And then there are these original songs that we got to write within our community, yeah. um, which kind of brings a new perspective to to the tradition of Advent. Yeah. Um, we weren't in the room to write this song, but it has been among our staff and our teams, and hopefully people who are listening, it's been a favorite on the project. Yeah. I've heard people talk about this song probably more than the others. Mm-hmm. And I, pr- I probably couldn't tell you why. I don't know if it's Abby's beautiful voice. It's, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's, if it's heartfelt, um, but it, it, it feels like it's honest. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's an honest mm-hmm. expression of what that writing room felt about that season. Yeah, and I think what we were able to capture when we recorded it, so these four songs are a little bit of a stripped-back recording where it's not necessarily full band, but we were really selective with the electric guitar and the tones, and even there's a... um, there's an effect on Abby's voice that mm-hmm. just felt like without it, it wasn't completely done. And so there's a, a beautiful effect that I think when you listen to the song, I, I, I imagine a Christmas tree lit with, at the end of the day or at the top of the day with a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and letting this song um, be played and it truly being a soundtrack mm-hmm. to inviting the peace of God into uh, what is a hustle bustle season. <laughs> like literally this song to me is like a little bit of a ramp for people to enter into the presence of God and to receive mm-hmm. his peace. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I've heard that phrase since I was a kid, Prince of Peace. What do you all, how do you process that phrase? I mean, and do you see the effects of that peace happening in your life and in the world around us? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could come up with a lot of reasons why I don't see. <laughs> right. The Prince of Peace may be reigning in mm-hmm. situations where I want to see that more often. Yeah. I believe he is. But how do you how do you process that word Prince of Peace this year 
this Christmas maybe even different than you would have last year? You know, that the word for peace, um, particularly ancient Hebrew, is shalom. So mm-hmm. it's a greeting. Uh, yeah. Even today, uh, the, our, greeting, our Jewish brothers, they, they'd be like, shalom, shalom, you know. They'd be like, shalom, shalom. Yeah, I love you know. that. That's like, yeah. that's like a, so, <laughs> that's a well, that, South Carolina Jewish news. <laughs> shalom, shalom. <laughs> and you say it in, in a hello and also in an exiting, mm-hmm. you know, in an entrance yeah. and an exit. And, and it's a blessing. Yes. I mean, it's yes. meant to be a blessing because shalom is more than a feeling. You know, it's not, this ain't the Eagles. This yeah. ain't, I got a peaceful, easy That's feeling. That's right. You know, it ain't that. That's right. That's what we think of when we hear the word peace is feeling. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, for the biblical term shalom, it's so much more than that. It's It's got involved uh, flourishing and mm-hmm. delight and wholeness and harmony. It's, mm-hmm. it's in many ways, it's the term for the way things were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Shalom. Yeah. Right? And that's what was shattered at the fall was that sense of shalom, that interdependence, that harmony, that wholeness. It was shattered at the yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. And so not, not only is it a blessing, it's also like a, a declaration of longing of mm-hmm. like what's God doing in the world. It's almost like a, a countercultural uh, affirmation of like there's, a, there's somebody else in charge of this world that yeah. even though you may not see this, yeah. like this is the reality that's, that's coming. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. And so... That phrase, Prince of Peace, comes from Isaiah chapter 9, where uh, the prophet is given a a prophecy, and he says, For to us a child is born, read at many Christmases, Mm -hmm. uh, to to a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So you got these... And Israel was in trouble at this time. That's Mm -hmm. a big thing. They were in big trouble because they had abdicated their responsibility that God had given them to be a light unto the nations. And instead of welcoming strangers, instead of being an agent mm-hmm. of peace, they, they had also become an agent of um, the anti-peace, you know what I yeah. mean, that the world. And so uh, fascinating that he, he gives this prophecy during that time because this is a means by which you trace that lineage like the Jesse tree does. You trace mm-hmm. that lineage all the way through. This is the means by which God's going to restore peace, not only to Israel, but to the entire cosmos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good to, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think I grew up hearing Prince of Peace like my peace. Yeah. Like I'll have inner peace when I'm with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But to extend that to peace in my family or to extend that, extend that to peace among nations mm-hmm. and extend it to what you said, which is the cosmos. Like he, yeah. he's come to bring peace between the lion and the lamb. Yeah. You know, and, you know, baby, you know what I'm saying? Like there, yeah. there's a level of peace that we have not experienced yet that we believe is coming. That's yeah. right. Um, and so, correct me if I'm wrong, Advent is about Jesus coming and coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That word means like arrival. Okay. Adventus mm-hmm. is the Latin for arrival okay. or coming. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it can, uh, in essence, we're caught between Jesus's two advents. Mm-hmm. His first advent was his birth. His second advent is going to be wow. the, the taking of his bride to himself. Yes, Lord. <laughs> wow. Right? And so this is why he's wonderful counselor. You got this comprehensive wisdom. This is mighty God. You know, there's a difference oh, between man. strength and power. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's this mighty God who has all power, but he's, He's strong in the sense that um, he doesn't use it just merely to do what other people do with power, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Everlasting Father, not like, it can't be the child born. It's not like the Trinity Father. You know what I'm saying? It's like a fatherly, the, the creator of all things. That's what you want to think of when you see Everlasting Father yeah. in referencing. Mm-hmm. But then that Prince of Peace, 
wisdom, strength, humility. This is, the, this is the critical piece. And this is where it gets to some of what you're talking about of that inner sense of peace. Mm-hmm. How does this son bring, how can he be the prince of peace? Mm-hmm. And it's through the cross. Right. And this is what, so even when we talk about the birth of Jesus, we can't lose sight of Easter. Mm-hmm. And, and Easter only makes sense in light of mm-hmm. Christmas. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when you look at what Paul says, he says, for in him, the son, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile, that peace, bring peace to all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace through the blood on the cross. And so when we're reconciled to God through the cross, that is the peace that's being made. There's no more enmity, or as one dude said, there's no more beef between God and man. Right. And so now you've got some peace to actually extend to others mm-hmm. and be an agent of reconciliation or a minister of reconciliation yeah, in right. the world. That's beautiful. Isn't that that's amazing? Right. That's, that's why he's the Prince of Peace. Yes. yes. There you go, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amen. Uh, altar call and offering time. Yes. What song? <laughs> Praise yeah, God. From, from, yes. Pack up your stuff. Wow. Um, but, I mean, what a, what a different service that would be. What a different life that would be if that was at the forefront of our minds yeah. all the time. Um, I was laughing because you said it's Christmas and Easter, and I heard all the staff and pastors around the world just shudder, like, I don't want to think about Easter yet. (laughs) You got to get through Christmas first. Like, no, no, no. But, man, that's true. Easter's coming. It's true that if we can keep the whole story in mind, every time we get on stage to lead worship or every time we're in a small group or every time I'm praying with my kids, we are thinking both of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing a pastor say one time, it was in the manger that, the son of man was already experiencing what he would. In the the infant skin, the hay was pricking. Yikes. was a foreshadowing of the thorns Ooh. piercing his head. I was like, Shh. Wow. Right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. What an image. Josh, yeah. you can teach us all day. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, just appreciate your heart and your sensitivity to power of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that God's word is alive and the way that you teach it and help break it down, at least for me, is just so um, inspiring. And um, the way you deliver it with such an authentic, like a, a lot of times scholars will lose the emotion. Mm-hmm. And what you've been able to do that I've seen is you carry both. Mm-hmm. You carry this emotional, like, do, do you all understand the gravity <laughs> of what yeah, I have learned yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to teach? Yeah, 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 yeah. And not just, do you see how it makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just appreciate that about you. I aspire to, to, yeah. to grow in that. Yeah. Um, one of the ways that I feel like I can put my thoughts into maybe not teaching as much is through song. Mm-hmm. And, oh, teaching. and melody. <laughs> Josh's like, let's dig into this. Oh, so, you're teaching. Uh, you know, um, this is an original song. Mm-hmm that our team was able to write. Mm -hmm. And a little backstory for you guys. So uh, we actually launched here at Crosspoint a songwriting community in the fall of 2019. Can anybody think of what happened in spring of 2020? <laughs> a couple things. You know? I blacked out. Um, <laughs> we launched a songwriting community where we had about 85, 95 songwriters wow. within Crosspoint's um, community that showed up. We did six weeks of teaching with a friend of mine, Chrissy Nordoff, friend of yours, co-writer, and um, just really started teaching us a foundation of what it looks like to be a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we continued through the pandemic. We did some virtual gatherings. We had industry people come in. 
in. We had, we would share songs and it was just a community of songwriters. That's awesome. People that were walking with Jesus, writing different genres of music. And then uh, it kind of, we kind of lost a little bit of that community aspect. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm looking forward to doing is relaunching this songwriting community in early spring of 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, but what felt like was an integral part that we were missing was the actual rhythm of our music staff, like our music team oh, yeah. staff, um, making this a part of our rhythm. Yeah. So back when we were releasing a lot of music two to three years ago, um, you know, a couple of us, it was our job description to write songs for the church, to help yeah. write, release, and record. And so because of a pandemic, we were isolated um, to our homes. And so, you know, it was in my job description to continue to write. Yeah. And so I didn't get to make this as um, inclusive yeah. as I had hoped. And so the hope in relaunching this community is that if we believe a song can really be birthed out of any room, out of any group of people, how are we as a church stewarding the songwriters mm-hmm. within our church mm-hmm. and in, in within our reach that yeah. are kind of mm-hmm. climbing up the mountain with us? Mm-hmm. And uh, the first step to that was uh, back in August, just a few months ago, our music team staff started writing every other Wednesday. And it was just a, hey, let's say yes. And luckily, Josh, you provided, you and your team provided content, said, hey, we'd love to, to, to resource the church with songs about Advent. And so two of those songs were Prince of Peace oh, and yeah. God is Love. And there are more, but we only have four Sundays. Yeah. So <laughs> we, uh, we'll save those because hope Advent's going to come back yeah, around. Yeah, it'll be back yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. Do you have thoughts on the songwriting and, and maybe why the importance of a new song is, you know, we could sing all these old songs right. and there's power in that, but what right. about a new song is important? I mean... I'll just use this example of what we did that I wasn't even in the room for, but I can feel what happened in the room. Those those moments of unity um, sometimes are the most powerful during creativity. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to love each other in the room. You have to prefer yeah. each other in the room. Like I like your idea, but I kind of like my idea better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll try yours. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, actually, that was the better idea. Yeah. And so I think the fruit of that room starts to bleed over into people hearing the song, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the collaboration, the next step above, is the songwriters with the theologian. And, and well, I want to say it this way, but that doesn't really jive with scripture. Or you should say it this way, but that, that's not really heartfelt. Mm-hmm. So I think part of what I'm hoping starts to happen in our culture as a church and creative team, but also in the church at large, mm-hmm. is that artists and theologians and congregants would feel like they're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of exporting Us a song, and them. yes, yeah. exactly. Instead yeah. of exporting a song from a community we've never heard of, um, we felt this in our own church where we've said, "Hey, the song we're about to sing was a, a song we wrote for our church." And yeah. you could feel the room surge in their heart, like. Yeah. This is for us. So yeah, this, this is, is a this is from us. us. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like a home cooked meal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the you can tell in the room people are wanting it to win. Yes. They're rooting for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially and being in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think our job is to steward that and yeah. to honestly pastor songwriters yes. into believing that they have a voice and a calling here. Yes. Um, and that that voice could be exported to other arenas, and we hope that it is. Mm-hmm. But 
home cooked food tastes good at home, man. Yeah. man so and that's good. what we're trying to build. Yeah. And that's what if if you're listening, you're a songwriter, Crosspoint's home, spring of twenty four, we're relaunching the songwriting community. Yeah. Um, it's just gonna be an incredible community of people that are in Nashville yeah. looking for community, yeah. um, looking to grow in their skill yeah. and are following Jesus, no matter what genre, yeah, uh, no matter your background. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Y'all, y'all be on the lookout for it. Josh, <laughs> there's a space for you in that. You, you have yeah, do you have a little background? Around in music? A little bit. Yeah, you play a little bit of guitar. Uh, very little bit of guitar. <laughs> um, but this, what you're talking about, is one of my, my one of my fondest memories of the previous church I was at in North Carolina was um, helping to be a part of starting a songwriting community. Mm-hmm. And 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 part of it, you know, if you're familiar with Rich Mullins, mm-hmm. one of yeah. my favorite songwriters, I think one of the best songwriters the last hundred years. But somebody asked him one time, he was doing a seminary. Uh, education. They were like, Rich, you've got all these credits. Why don't you just get a degree? And he was like, I ain't worried about that. He's like, but then you could teach. And if you got a degree, you could get a teach and you can get all these credentials. And he was like, what do you mean then I could teach? He's like, I teach all the time. He's like, where? He's like, how many sermons do you remember of John Wesley? The guy can name like one. He goes, how many songs of Charles Wesley do you know? Wow. He could just rip them off. And he goes, see, I teach. It's just mm-hmm. not in the ways you think about. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. And, true. and he said, and John Wesley said, Charles Wesley's hymn book was the best theological book that's out there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We we talked about it in our first episode mm-hmm. with Shirley because we we uh, hark the herald angels sing. Oh, yeah. Is it part of yeah. our EP? So what you do matters. And, yeah. and, and when we write songs as local churches, we get to add our contribution. Yeah. Help us, Lord. To yeah. the historical hymn book of the church. Yeah. yeah. Of what he's doing right here. Yeah. If John and Charles hadn't been talking together to write songs, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have the songs today to sing and encourage us to keep believing right. in the Lord. Yeah. Who's to say this new song won't be considered Who's an old say? song in the Who's days to, to come? Yeah. Psalm 96, one example. Sing mm-hmm. a new song. Sing a new song. Psalm yeah. 96 is actually about the intelligibility of worship. <laughs> so you could read all come through on, those verses right. and... I'm telling you, read through Psalm 96. It starts with sing a new song. Mm-hmm. And then it goes through all the ways in which mm-hmm. not only humans, but creation worships Shallow, and praises the Lord. Well, That's why I didn't even look I, at listen, her when she said that. <laughs> Psalm 96. <laughs> Pastor Shirley. But it is one example that, yeah. you know, I, 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 am, I have to go back to, mm-hmm. like, am I putting this unnecessary pressure to write a new song? No, it's actually biblical. Yeah. And if I've got gifts in my tool belt, yeah, help wow. me to be obedient to the gifts that you've given me. And, um, I mean, I want to read this line that they wrote. Um, it says only one name could pay the cost by suffering upon the cross, bringing hope and flourishing. He is restoring everything. Yes. That's the bridge of our song. That's, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you highlight the name of God. You highlight what he did on the cross, which honestly, I'll say in a lot of songs, modern songs I've heard, they'll stop there. Mm Mm-hmm. But they went even past resurrection and said that the resurrection is a sign of he's going to restore everything. That's it. And so when I think of what you're talking about, the cosmos, how the Prince of Peace has come, Emmanuel, with us, we can look at all the conflict in the Middle East. We can look at conflicts in our marriages. Mm. We can look at conflicts between nations and say, that's not the end of the story, though. That ain't it. Somehow, dying on the cross, rising from the grave, and coming back is going to restore Yes. Heaven to earth, mm-hmm. man to woman, father to son. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why music is important. Yes. Because they may not hear this message in a 30-minute sermon, Mm -hmm. but if they can hear it in a verse or a bridge over a melody that's gripping Mm -hmm. to their heart, that's theology. And the thing about God is he brought peace to the world when he was born. He'll he'll restore. He'll bring it again. Mm -hmm. But the word also says that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We Mm -hmm. don't have to wait Mm -hmm. till we get to eternity, sure, Mm -hmm. to see peace again. Mm -hmm. His kingdom is here. His kingdom Mm -hmm. is coming Mm -hmm. in its entirety. Mm -hmm. In fact, a fruit of the Spirit is peace. Mm -hmm. And I think um, what I I have been learning through, what does it look like to grow fruit of the Spirit? I think I was in a a Timothy Keller study on fruit of the Spirit and where he talks about some of the fruits of the Spirit are actually innate in us. So some people may be more anxious than others, but some people may be naturally more peaceful Mm -hmm. than others. And um, what Keller was teaching was when you are abiding in the Spirit and you are walking with the Spirit, those fruits actually, they start growing at the same pace at the same time. Even if some things are more innate in you, it's like the fruits will continue. If you're not a peaceful person by nature, you start walking with the Spirit. God gives that to you in this present day. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? It's a, totally. it's a. He, he is the gift in the beginning. He's the gift in the end, and he's he's flowing mm-hmm. th- through his Spirit to give us um, those gifts of mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. We're not worthy of that. I'm not no, worthy of that. But no. he gives it because he's a giver of good gifts. Yeah, yeah. We can't manufacture it either. You right. know, it's it's Lord. We trust you to, to develop that in our hearts. We yield ourselves to you. We right. say yes to how, how you want to restore the world, how mm-hmm. you want to restore our families. And Yeah. Yeah, because it matters. And, and for that to happen, you know, it, it would be a foolish farmer to yank the plant up every day and be like, them roots growing? That's and right. stick it back in and we expect it to grow. We all love gardening in here. Yeah. Right? But so it matters what kind of soil those roots mm-hmm. are going down in. And songs help mm-hmm. cultivate good soil for hearts to get attached to because you yeah. know there's something about singing truth that puts it in a different place That's than just mere hearing something and so like songs in a lot of way good songs that tell real thing true things right. yeah. about the living God and the world that he's made and the story he's been writing and the yeah. hope of the God like good songs mm-hmm. it's like soil conditioner for the heart yes. Yes. you know? Man. That's the power. Keep writing. That's the power <laughs> yeah, of a song. Yeah, yeah, it tells, yeah, yeah. it can tell of what God has done, but it can tell of the promises to come. That's right. That we've not seen. It, right. it tills the soil for revival. Yeah. And that's that's the business I want to be in, writing mm-hmm. songs. Yeah, I think all three of us, and probably a lot of people listening, are inspired after this conversation about how faith in Christ and songwriting um, can be in the same conversation. Mm-hmm. Um as I look at the lyrics of Prince of Peace, um, again, we weren't in the room for this, which is kind of a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to lead songs that we don't write. And champion people yeah, for writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really like song. that. Um, I particularly like how almost every stanza starts with there is a name. Hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, unless we acknowledge that peace is a person and that peace is carried by a name, and not a, a government or an idea or a school or a, a nation or a tongue or language. There is a person who who is not only championing peace, his nature is peace. Mm-hmm. As I listen and, and read these lyrics, that's that's what I walk away with is music can remind me that when I'm in an unpeaceful situation, when I'm anxious or not at rest, there is a person who has a name yes. that I can call Jesus. for help. Yeah. 
Jesus. Yeah. And this in this particular season, and all every year, to your point about Easter and Christmas, in this particular season, reminded that His name is also Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And even in a in a storm and hard time, He's in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the manger. He's sleeping. He's on, on the cross. Yeah. He's in our hearts. He He is able to handle the hard times that we face. So if yeah. there are people who are listening to this podcast who who don't sense peace and they want what we're talking about, um, I want to invite you to pray for them. Yeah, I, I'd love I think to. there might be people who who look at the Christmas season um, maybe not in as much hope and peace as they want to. Yeah. Um, so it would be great if you prayed the, for them. The pre-chorus of this song says, there's no fear now, the king is here now. And it's actually that those two words is what we named the whole EP. Wow. The name of our EP is Advent, Here Now. Mm-hmm. And that is the good news, that Jesus is here now. Emmanuel, God with us. Um, and so I'd love to pray. Let's pray God's promises back to him regarding peace. Philippians 4 says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray for your peace to fall mightily this Christmas season over every home, over every heart, over every nation. We say shalom, shalom. Reconcile your bride. Yeah. Heal us with your peace, Lord. Any crack within the heart that is broken, carrying sorrow and grief in this season, we pray that it would be flooded by the peace of heaven. Jesus, Jesus, Prince of Peace, you are here now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here, Josh. Thank y'all for having me. It was a blast. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Avid 2023 podcast. We will be dropping a new episode every Friday leading right up to Christmas. If you'd like to get updates about the future podcast series we will be releasing in the new year, sign up to receive our email updates at crosspoint.tv slash podcast. We are so excited for Christmas at Crosspoint that is coming up soon and encourage you to check on your campus service times You can find those times at crosspoint.tv slash Christmas. You can also follow us on social media at crosspoint.tv and find us on Facebook and Instagram at Crosspoint Music Official. Next week is the week you don't want to miss because we're going to unpack the theme of joy and our next song, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee, as we continue to experience this Advent season together. For now, pause for a moment. Turn up the volume and let this song wash over you as you take a moment to reflect on the Son of God being sent to earth for the hope, peace, joy, and love of the world.
The key.